Hunter, here we are at the MCG today. For weeks we've been hearing about how this match with The Undertaker is based all around respect. After the events of last Monday, how has your mentality shifted going into tonight? It hasn't really shifted, just become more personal, you know. Um, 25 years was based on respect, but there's a lot of fighting that went into that respect. I wouldn't expect anything different. Um, I said in the beginning, it's going to put The Undertaker down here in Melbourne. Nothing has changed, but I never once thought he was going to go down without a fight. I expect The Undertaker tonight. I expect everything that comes with The Undertaker. I expect him to have his brother with of destruction with him. But the outcome will still be the same. I'm going to put The Undertaker down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. This is uh, Presents... The franchise tag. That's right. This is my. This is the solo episode. Um, I decided, and my co-host um, co-signed with me on that. Where when I do my episodes without him, I will have a little subtitle along with the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. So this is the franchise tag with yours truly. I am the franchise. Um, Fresh off, literally, this is a fresh off reaction to WWE Super Showdown that just ended. It just concluded. And boy, oh boy, I am... A loss of words, not really. This is going to be a quick review of the pay-per-view, the event. If you want to call it a pay-per-view, I'm going to call it a special. A lot of things that happened, I expected. Two things I did not expect. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not expect. So... Just, I'm not going to go in particular order. I'm just going to go with the things that stood out to me throughout this pay-per-view. First and foremost, congratulations to Buddy Murphy winning the Cruiserweight title. Me and my co-host Ace, we both agreed that Buddy was going to win it, and he did. It was a great ovation. It was a great reaction to see him win it. Um... In his hometown, Australia, they literally went ape shit over it. Um, and I believe it's time. You know, I think Cedric, they said Cedric hasn't lost in all of 2018. So he's had a great run as Cruiserweight champion, but I think it was getting a little stale. I think it was time for them to, to get the title off of him. And... Buddy will be the perfect fit. I believe that Buddy's the perfect fit, you know. Then, so, past that, you know, that was the, and the Iconics winning, you know. I knew that, I knew the Australian people, the native Australians were going to win, you know. It would be ridiculous for them not to win, you know, especially because when, the Iconics came out. They got a big reaction. Why would they lose? 
Same thing with Buddy Murphy. It makes no sense for them not to win. Uh, so, little tidbits. Um, I'm a little surprised that New Day won, to be honest with you. I, you know, I think that New Day does not need the tag team titles to be relevant. You know, be relevant. They don't. You know, I feel though as if they are well established and secured as them that they don't need it. Plus, I feel like, you know, you could have them go off and do solo things. I believe that it is time for it is time to pull the trigger on Big E and give Big E the the singles push that he deserves, but still keep New Day intact. Um, so that was a, you know, it was a decent match, you know, um, Charlotte versus Becky Grant. Okay. She won Becky won by disqualification. Okay. But why are we getting the rematch on Tuesdays? I don't get it. We all know that it's going to happen at evolution. So why not build the like why why not build it? This is the one thing that a lot of fans, us as fans, as wrestling fans, don't like. We don't like the consistent, repetitive <laughs> We don't like the consistent repetitive nature of seeing the same matches. Like give us something different. Build up the match. But don't give us another Matt, like don't give us another Becky versus Charlotte literally like three, four days after they just had a match after tonight or today, you know. Don't do that. Build it, lead it up. Evolution is at the end of October. It's October 28th. You have less than three weeks to build for this and you're going to give us another match I I just don't get that uh then we have you know Rock, the the Riot Squad versus Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins it was it was decent you know I you know if you watched the match if you've seen it you've seen that there was a couple of spots where when Liv Morgan and Bree was fighting, uh, you can kind of sense that you know Liv was trying to get her get hers back at um, Bree for that for that botch incident. Uh, I did notice that there was a little bit of tension in the beginning when Nikki and Ronda was trying to figure out who was going to be the one to start and. You know, Nikki's like, I got it. And Rhonda's like, no, I got it. And it's just like, you can just tell that it's started, like, they're starting to, they will start to open that door to a match that, quite frankly, no one really, I don't think no one really wants to see it. I know a lot of people in the wrestling community. I know a lot of people in the um, couple of the wrestling groups that I'm a part of on Facebook they all pretty much said the same thing. Like, they don't want to see it unless it's going to be a squash. Unless Ronda Rousey is going to wipe the floor with Nikki Bella. 
which is what I said. I said that Ronda Rousey needs to whoop Nikki like Brock did John Cena at SummerSlam. Uh, overall, we all knew that Ronda Rousey was going to get the. She was going to. She was going to make someone submit. Ironically, she made two people submit with the armbar, which was kind of different, but it's decent. It was an okay match. Okay, uh, I just don't like. Like Ruby Wright has a lot of potential. The whole Wright squad has a lot of potential. And Ruby is like literally the crown. She's the she's the best one. I think that Ruby's one of the best people, one of the best female wrestlers on the roster. I love her. I love her in the ring. I love her mic skills. Everything about Ruby is just golden. It screams out golden. And why is she not getting more of a push? I don't know. We'll have to just wait and see. So, have to wait and see with that. John, the John Cena match, John Cena, Bobby, Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and um, Elias. That was it. Was a it was your typical. We all knew that this was going to end up with John Cena getting the win. Um, he was gonna, he was gonna get the pin. I don't like that six. His sixth move of doom. I hate it. It's the dumbest. And the fact that they're allowing people like Elias. Like, I know when they were in Shanghai, I believe, he debuted it. And it was pretty much the same thing. I think it was the same match. But it's the punch. It's this little, like, he does, like, a... It's like a, like the way he sets it up, he sets it up like it's a karate chop, but it's a punch. And he beat Elias. Like, you beat Elias with a punch. This ain't like Big Show's weapon of mass destruction or the KO punch. This is a, it's just a, it's just like, it's a jab. And it's like to see Elias go down like that, it's kind of, it was very, very bad, you know. Um, and then John Cena would have, cryptic message at the end talking of you know talking about how he's you know he's always been here this is always home for him and everything kind of makes you think like this is kind of like the end you can see that this is pretty much John Cena's getting ready to leave you know uh, really, and you know, I know that he's in shape now. Like, he's always been in shape, but he's toned down a little bit. He's slumped up, and he looks more like JBL. That's been the talk of like Twitter and all the social media sites. Is he starting to look more like JBL with his hairstyle? Uh, but it was a okay match. We all knew that it was gonna be, you know, it's gonna be. We all we all knew how this match was gonna play out. Kind of just leaves me wondering what's going to happen with KO. Um, where are you going? Where? What story are we going with KO? Are we going with him and Elias? Are him and Bobby Lashley still going at it? Because, you know, Kevin Owens said the reason he went after Bobby Lashley was because, you know, you injured my friend. And now we don't have, we just had them two fight in the tag team match, but we didn't get a singles match. So we're going to see a singles match between these two. 
Um, just have to wait and see. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I really wanted to see Joe win it. And I said, if Joe, if AJ wins it, and this is going to lead, this is going to segue into the bigger, um, the bigger picture with the Daniel Bryant Miz match. But it was a good match, you know. It was. I love the fact that you could tell, like, in the past where we've had heated rivals, and I used my air quotes, the heated rivals, the heat, like the heated matches, and it starts off with a lockup. No, this didn't start off with a lockup. This started with AJ bolting down to the ring and not even making it into the ring because Small Joe came out and they just started fighting, like brawling. That's what I want to see. When you are in a heated rivalry like this, I don't want to see lockups. I don't want to see the match start off with a lock. I want to see the match start off with fists flying. Match don't even start yet. That's the thing. The match didn't even start. They were brawling outside. Match didn't even start. Um... It did get a little bit of it did get a little bit of bloody. Um, AJ obviously he retained the title. Kind of, but it makes me wonder what's gonna happen with Joe. You know, I really want, like I said, I really wanted to see Joe win it because I just felt like Joe needed, like, just give Joe the title, like let him hold the title for some time. I think it's time for AJ to let go of the title. I know there's been a lot of reports and things like that. Like Vince wants to have AJ with the title for a substantial amount of time, like a long period of time. But it's just with him being a face, there's not really that many heels on SmackDown. What are you going to do? You know, like, I don't want to see Randy versus AJ. I don't. Even with the even with the way Randy is now with the sinister sadic uh sedictive uh the sinister ways that he's doing things and how he's being real dark, you wanna say that? I just don't wanna see Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. I just don't. That's why I wanted Joe to win because if Joe won it's more, it's, to me, it's a better rival with Joe and the person who won the number one contender match, which is Daniel Bryant. Because Daniel Bryant versus AJ Styles, it's face versus face. It's the dream quote, like air quote dream match that everybody wants to see. I think because they had the match on SmackDown, Daniel Bryant's first match on SmackDown. And you've seen the response that they got from that. But I like the traditional heel versus face. I don't like when it's a face versus a face because then someone has to turn heel in most cases. Because, it, you know, especially with like AJ is going, I think AJ may get booed probably because... AJ, people want to see Darren Bryan with the championship. They do. They want to see D. Bryan as champ. I don't personally. I would rather, honestly, I would rather see the Miz with the title 
And that's what I thought. The fact that this match between Daniel Bryan and The Miz, and this is the segue, ended in less than three minutes. Less than three minutes. Like, if I could... I want to say it was less than three minutes. I believe it was less than three minutes. Um, it it just it really upset me to see this. You know, literally, it was a. Dale Bryant was about to get into the skull crushing finale and. D. Bry rolls him up. One, two, three. Wins. You know, I wanted to see Miz go against AJ. With AJ retaining, I wanted to see Miz because, obviously, Miz is already, like I said in the last episode, Miz has already been teasing, and I said it not only in this last episode, but the episode before. Miz has been teasing. Miz has made the... He's been on interviews Speaking about it, saying how he felt those if the the WWE title now has lost his prestige. And I'm all for I agree. You know, I, I agree. He you know, he brought it up, he said how he felt those if it's a shame that the WWE title is not being main evented on shows. That's the title, you know. So, we just have to now wait and see how this plays out. That's top. I just, I, I don't get it. You know, a lot of, a lot of store, a lot of questionable things <clears throat> with, with this call, with this call, um, the shield versus then we have, you know, we go into the, Another questionable call was the Shield versus Braun, Dolph, and Drew. This was the match everybody was thinking that someone was going to turn. Rumors were that Dean, would, this was going to be the one that Dean was turning on the Shield. Others were saying that Drew was going to turn on them, which I knew wasn't going to happen because storyline purposes, they're still the tag team champions. To no way. And Braun's not going to turn on Dolphin Drew because that just doesn't look, it looks stupid. So I was leaning more towards Dean turning, but I think that that's a slow build, especially because at TLC, yeah, they're having them fight again, apparently. So one thing I don't like about the internet sometimes is the the access that we have because we get a lot of leaks. So it's rumored that that's going to happen. We'll see. It was an okay match. It wasn't the best. You know, it wasn't the best. Uh, I'm just really tired of... I'm really just tired of this right now. This match. This feud that they have going on. Because we all know that the shield is established now just to get Roman over. So that was that. I mean, the the premise of this, though, is the last match ever. 
And man, oh man, this match. A lot of people thought it was going to be a quick one. Five minute match. My co-host said that it has to be a short match. This cannot be a long match. This match was a long match. Longer than expected. Um, Undertaker actually walked down the whole aisle. I was surprised. Normally, he gets on a little, little ramp thing. It just slowly goes down there. That's why the smoke is there sometimes. Because they want to give the illusion that he's walking. But he's not. He's just, you know, whatever. This match was more built for the crown jewel. You can tell because Shawn Michaels and Kane was very much heavily involved in this match. Uh, they made the announcement that it was going to be no disqualification, which the minute we heard as as a fan, I heard no DQ. I knew, okay, they're getting involved. It's going to be heavily surrounded with them being involved. And that's what happened. Um, it as a vivid diehard wrestling fan it pains me to see the legends that I grew up watching wrestle now because they can't do the same things that they used to do like Undertaker I understand Undertaker used to be very like methodical and very uh his work was very slow, but that's because of his character. He's slow now. And he can't do the same things that he used to do. Like, he tried choke slamming Triple H, and it just was horrible. It just, it just, it did not look polished. It's, and, I know wrestling fans are going to say, well, you know, he's old, this, that, third, but that's the thing. Like, I think he should retire. I think this is it. I know it's not. I believe that this year, or if it's dragged out to WrestleMania, I think that this will be the year that Undertaker hangs it up. I think this... I think this WrestleMania season will be the year that he officially hangs it up. Now, if he this is the year he hangs it up, I think that then he can't do it at this match. He can't do it at WrestleMania. I believe in I believe in the report that it's going to be Crown Jewel, the Brothers of Destruction versus DX, and then Survivor Series is going to be Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. And I think that's going to be the that's going to be the end match because. Undertaker made his debut at Survivor Series. A lot of people are like, what better way for him to end his career at WrestleMania? But what better way to end your career other than at the place that you started it? You started at Survivor Series. So end it at Survivor Series. Uh, Just... Overall, like, this match was okay. <laughs> it was. It was not the best work, obviously, because you have a man in damn near his 60s 
50, 60, God knows how old Undertaker is. And then you have Triple H in his 40s, late 40s, I believe. And it's just... It's... For me, as a wrestling fan, and being that Triple H growing up was my one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, growing up. Especially in the Attitude Era. During the Attitude Era, Triple H was definitely one of my one of my favorites. Um I just it it just pains for me to see this. And it also pains for me to see the fact that the WWE invested so much into this, into this particular match, which then harpens on to a bigger subject about Kevin Nash and Kevin Nash feeling though as if no one cares about the young guys. That's the problem. Like, you know, and this would be a this will be a topic that I will discuss with my co-host when we when we do our next episode. Because he, you know, this is what Kevin Nash said. Um, just a couple of highlights from his interview with uh, Sporting News. Criticisms for The Undertaker facing Triple H at Super Showdown as opposed to younger talent. No one cares. This is what Kevin Nash said. No one cares about the young guys. When I watched SummerSlam that package caught my eye referring to Undertaker and Triple H and made me want to see that match. I don't know if I want to see Roman versus Undertaker again. I don't. Um, What more of a rub can you give than that? He's been given rubs before and they're not getting over. It's true. I agree with what he said. But you also got to take into account that creatively, there's not enough. Like, Undertaker cemented. Undertaker cemented in his legacy. Triple H is cemented in his legacy. They're able to control creatively what's going on. That's, that's them. They have the clout to do it. Okay? Um... Another highlight, somebody, you know, the, this sporting news asked him, why are young superstars not getting over to get fans to see them against legends like Undertaker? Who would you put in those positions? You're going to put Finn, Va- Finn Balor versus The Undertaker, Seth Rollins, who are you going to put? Okay. I would not put Finn versus Undertaker. I would not put, like, honestly, if anything, when Bray fought Undertaker, the built behind that was good because you had Bray channeling and doing the evilness and all this stuff. That would have been dope. Um, Undertaker versus Finn, if Finn was the demon and was teasing, but if they did it the right way, see, this is the thing. If they did it the right way, which I know they're not going to do because creative just doesn't know how to do these things. If they did it the right way, could be able to do, do could be able to do it. 
Um, who is to blame for fans not caring about the young talent? I just don't think that there's going to be guys like that anymore. Those guys aren't going to have 30 years in the business. This style won't allow these guys to last 30 years. Rollins already had a couple of knee operations, but he's a great worker. I just don't see these guys lasting 20 years because their bodies in the concussion syndrome. Now they, WWE, are doing concussion tests and everything. I agree, and I believe it's also because of the era that we're in. We're in a high-spotted era. You know, we're in an era where the indies, the indie darlings, things like that, you're seeing a lot of independent, independent wrestling. There's a lot of big spots. And that was something that Undertaker was talking about in a recent interview. He was talking about how basically the... And this is a spinoff. This is going to be discussed in a further episode. But Undertaker was talking about how you have wrestlers, like the wrestlers now, they're really very athletic, very talented, but they're doing all these spots. And when they do these spots, it's like, okay, what can you do now to outdo what you've recently done? So I get what they mean by that. I understand what they're saying. So I would rather just have his soul build to the big spots. That's just me personally. Uh, overall, end of the match, we see what happens with Undertaker and Triple H. Um, one of the spots that I didn't like that I literally was like, okay, this is a clear-cut example of they just need to stop. is when Undertaker had the steel chair around his throat and Triple H got on the second turnbuckle or the second rope, jumped off, did the little, obviously he did the step on the chair, but he didn't really step on the chair. And Undertaker got up and he just made this look and it was just like, it's the look that Undertaker makes when he tombstones people and they kick out of it and he gives, he got this stunned look. So he did the stunned look, but it just looked horrible. Then... Uh, like I said, he went for the choke slam. It was a poor choke slam. Michael Hickenbottom, because that's what I'm calling him now. Shawn Michaels is dead. Michael Hickenbottom is what we see now. Um, and Mark Calloway. That's Undertaker's no longer Undertaker to me. Undertaker's Mark Calloway. Shawn Michaels is no longer Shawn Michaels to me. Shawn Michaels is Michael Hickenbottom. And that's pretty much what we've seen. And then the match. Triple H, and I'll still say Triple H, Triple H, because Triple H can still put on a good show. Like, he can still go out there and still put on a good match. Um, Triple H grabs Undertaker. They're sitting there. And one of the things I just seen on one of the groups is a tweet. Somebody said Undertaker looked... Undertaker, Triple H looked Undertaker in the face and said... Okay, you can retire now. <laughs> like you like it was it was a meme that was just like, okay, you can retire now. So they had the big spot where all of them Kane, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Triple H, they're in the middle of the ring. They have their hands all up in the air, and then Brother the Destruction attack DX. 
Shawn, uh, Michael Hickenbottom. I got to get used to saying Michael Hickenbottom, not Shawn Michaels. Michael Hickenbottom gets choke slammed through the announce table. This is obviously a lead up to Crown Jewel. We already know this. I've already discussed this. I discussed it in the previous episode. I'm discussing it again today. It's going to be discussed again because this is what we're going to see. And we're going to see this build last. Like this build is going to be better than most of the builds that are taking place with the current roster. And that's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Overall, it was a it was a decent it was a decent pay per view. It was a decent pay per view or show special, whatever you want to call it. Um, as I said, this is my immediate reaction to this. I will rewatch it again, and obviously, my co-host. He's going to give his insight when we record again. He's going to give his take on on the show. Um, but other than that, like I said, this was going to be a quick one. We're running on a half hour now. So kind of interesting to see how Monday's going to play out, how Tuesday's going to play out. Other than that, this was just going to be the Super Showdown review recap. On my behalf, on the franchise, on the franchise tag. Keep on supporting us, ladies and gentlemen. We really appreciate it. We are in the mix of doing a lot of different new things. Um, I have some new equipment that I'm going to be working on and working with. So you're going to be getting a lot more different things that we're going to do. As always, I try to say it on a few episodes if you are on the anchor app please if you want to leave us a comment leave us a message you can by doing so just go on anchor um they have the little option where you can leave the message on there voice message we really appreciate all the feedback all the support that we continue to get but as i said this is just a recap of super showdown overall like i said decent show could have been better wish that there was a little bit more things that was done but i also take into account that this is an overseas event so a lot of the stories is going to play out but they're not really going to give it their all during that during the overseas ones so we will be back the two of us the dynamic duo we will be back with a new episode this week and we will get the reaction from him on his behalf of his react we will get his reaction to to the events that took place tonight um well today we're also going to get into raw and smackdown we're going to cover the may young classic and a little bit of nxt there's a lot going on there so this is the franchise with the franchise tag this is the new this is the solo episode Ladies and gentlemen, so as always, thank you for the support. As I said, take care.